The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. We are in uncharted developmental territory. That's according to an international leading psychologist speaking about the dangers of mobile phones and children and young babies. Now, in this instance, it isn't mobile phone use by young children. It's mobile phone use around young children. So just how detrimental is using devices around our nearest and dearest and how easy is it to switch off? Joining me now to discuss is Sabina Brennan, who is a chartered psychologist and neuroscientist and author, and Claire Crow, who is a clinical paediatric psychologist and mother of three under the age of five. Claire, let me start with you. I think parents will sort of congratulate themselves if they manage to hold off giving small children devices because the temptation to let the device parent is is a difficult one to resist. And then they suddenly discover they can be doing harm simply by using their phone themselves. Yes, absolutely. I know it's it's hard to be that parent in the room. When we ran our um, joint conference with um, Ray McCaleb um, from New Zealand, the first thought that occurred to me was, oh my gosh, I've done it all wrong. Because it is frightening to think Actually, my using my mobile phone has such an impact on this key um, developmental stage of childhood. But we do know, you know, when infants are born, they're born with, you know, their hearts 100% intact, just very tiny. But for their brains, they're they're born with 30% of their brain synapses. And by the age of three, they're at, they're at an over 90%. So that early stage of childhood is key for development in, in childhood and massive brain development. So we really want those early experiences um, to to set up the stage for a social child who has altruism, empathy, has good emotional behaviour regulation and management. And the key to that is interaction. So as, as my child's parent, it's really important that I can engage in what we call a serve and return or joint intention. So it's, it's those normal things that we do as a parent. So the baby coos at us and we look at the baby and we smile back. And then that creates a synapse for the baby, a little brain um, message. And, and they begin to learn things about their brain and who they are in the world. And if we are looking at our phone, we lose that opportunity. Um, so like I say, my my youngest is, is just turned two. And I think of, you know, when I was rescuing my baby and that was the time when I would think, um, you know, I would think I'm pretty expert in this area, but I, that I would think that's my time to take out my phone and just you know, respond to people because it was my only chance with it. And then, you know, learning this new research and it is newer research. And I think that's the important thing to, to tell parents, you know, it's not that we've gotten everything wrong. It's that there's new research emerging that shows us actually, if we're not engaging with our child, what's happening is that sense of displacement. So they're losing the opportunity to process emotions, what they would do intuitively and naturally when we are looking at them. So they need that visual cue. So I guess my major tip I would give to parents is, you know, you know, parents will say to me, oh, look, it's the middle of the night. I'm trying to stay awake. So I'm on my phone when I'm breastfeeding because I don't want to fall asleep with the baby on me because they're thinking of those risks. So I would say to them, you know, put in your, um, your, your earpods and just listen to, listen to something audio because your baby will still get the visual cue from you and you'll still get something that stimulates you and keeps you awake. Um, so, cause it really is about the visual. It is about the eye contact for brain development in early childhood. Well, so you, we you really say- want. You cite breastfeeding there, Claire. Is there not sufficient contact and intimacy with the child during breastfeeding that it doesn't matter that much if you're taking a glance at a phone? Um, there, uh, yes. Like I guess the research is showing actually when um, when you're bottle feeding because you have the baby in one arm and the bottle in the other, you're less likely to. Um, to have a problem. So the problem actually comes a little bit more so in in in, in breastfeeding. So, um, 
Um, so, uh, <laughs> I so love actually, I love that we're in the middle of discussing a thing about getting distracted around and by children, and we can hear what's going on in the background. Sorry, there. this time I just came to the door. So. Um, so yes, um, so yeah, so um, I, you know, obviously we're huge proponents of breastfeeding, but it is breastfeeding that we've seen that little bit more risk, and that's why breastfeeding was the example that I gave you. So we really do want um, people to maximise those opportunities to gauge with their child. Um, there is, you know, a very famous experiment that people can YouTube. It only takes one minute to watch. It's called the Still Face Experiment by Edward Tonic, and it just shows a mom just not making an expression to their baby for one minute, just one minute. And we see the child really, like a nine-month-old child, get really dysregulated. Kids are always, tiny babies are always cued by by people expressing, um, mirroring their faces and learning, uh, letting them know how they feel. And then the baby interprets how they feel in the world and it, 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 it soothes them. So all that mirroring things that we do, like when a baby cries, and we go, oh, oh, and we um, mirror their language and then sue them. Everything for children is about, I see where you're at and I meet you with it. But if we're on our phone, if we have that still face in our phone, the child misses that early, early cues and uh, about how to emotionally regulate. Um, so, you know, what Miriam talks about is this idea that we might be facing a, you know, a huge um, crisis in childhood if babies are missing this opportunity. And it really, I mean, I'll, I'm the first to say it as a parent, it is really hard not to need a device and, 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 and to want to use it occasionally. I find my husband is the worst. He's a pediatrician and he comes, so he should know better, but he comes to the door, he's straight on his phone. So we have just a spot on our, our kitchen counter again, uh, just, just a cue, a box to put your phone in because the box is a reminder where I put my phone away. Um, or, or, or for some parents, what I recommend is that they put their phone in a plastic bag so uh, in their pocket. So just that effort of you're going to your pocket and you realize, oh, it's in a Ziploc bag. That was my cue to remind, remind me not to take it out because we do things that on habit. You know, it's an automatic impulse for us to use our phone. So we need to do things to break the habit. Um, and the benefit, of course, for our young children is, is immense if we can do that. We're getting a lot of texts along the lines of my baby fed upwards of 10 times a day at the start. It would have been impossible to look at him constantly. I really tried. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent if you want to get in touch. Or you can WhatsApp 087-1400-106. I said we were joined as well by Sabina Brennan, who is a chartered psychologist and neuroscientist. What of that thing, Sabina, of being able to wean yourself away from the phone? Because smartphones contain a lot of really fascinating and entertaining stuff. And if you're a busy parent, it's nice to take the occasional break and go read something. Yeah, you know, I I think it's important um, uh, that we also consider the mental health of the mother in this regard as well, because I mean, I know from my experience um, that I had my babies long before there was smartphones and it was one of the loneliest times in my life. There was no way to connect with other people and it's just you and the baby. And that's great for the baby's um you know, mental health development and, and brain development, as, as, as we were just talking about, is hugely critical. But if a mother's stressed, that can also impact on the baby's stress. So in this instance, and of course I hear, you know, if you're feeding a baby 10 times a day, when is the time for you? But I think it's critical to pick your moments that, you know, um, actually, you know, maybe when the baby is sleeping, that's when you take time out for yourself and connect with other people. And I actually remember my GP saying to me, forget the house. It doesn't have to be spotless clean, spotlessly clean at the moment, at this point of development for your child and for yourself as a, as a new mother. It's your own 
physical health, mental health, and in my case, what I'm passionate about, brain health. So perhaps when the baby is asleep, that's when you take some time for yourself rather than running around frantically trying to clean house or, or do the, those sort of things. So stress can have... Um, the. The mother, in a way, you know, is there's a lovely illustration um, I can recall of showing a mother feeding a baby and the phone is between the mother's eyes and the baby. So the whole thing is this interaction and um, uh, what you expose your child to in the first three years of life is absolutely critical to their development. Um, like if you think... You know, a child, children develop differently in different cultures based on what they're exposed to. So, um, what you don't expose your child to is as important as what you do expose them to. So, for example, um, a, a baby in Japan up to the age of six months can still identify the sounds of R and L, but by 12 months, they've lost that ability because they are not being exposed to it through their language. So the brain is constantly growing new connections um, when you give children interactions. But if you don't give them, give them a variety of different interactions um, and, and different play, then there's certain aspects won't develop. Um, and speech is one of those um, that Miriam, um, the researcher referred to earlier, um, is, is talking about that speech may be delayed. But we also know that if your baby becomes stressed, and we do know with that still face experiment, um, that when we look at our phones, our phones, uh, our faces are, are still also. And the baby becomes anxious. Now, the mother is supposed to act as a buffer between stress in the environment and the baby so that the baby can feel safe and focus on harnessing neuroplasticity to learn new things rather than switching into survival mode, which is the stress response due to fear that there's things happening like a loud noise that mummy's not um, you know, uh, cooing at you to say, look, this is okay. And the problem there is that stress in early childhood, whether it's as a consequence of, um, you know, missed out interaction with the parent or other factors, the parent themselves being having mental health issues because they're lonely or, or anxious or whatever, that that has long-term effects because the way the brain developments develops between years one and three is foundational and it impacts on how we behave in later life. And what can happen is you end up with a baby who has a hyper stress response, which means it's uh, dysregulated is one of the words used earlier, but basically um, they can become anxious and stressed far too soon and start to see fear, etc. anywhere. And that impacts on, you know, uh, interacts also with attachment issues, which can be disrupted if you're on your phone or any other distractor. I mean, the research is brand new when it comes to phone use, but there's also been other distractors in the past. You know, I do remember in the middle of the night, there was a war going on when I had one of my babies and turning the television on and watching that. And in hindsight, I go, oh my God, were those no noises frightening my baby that I was listening? You know, and people, there's always been something. Um, but I think what's important is to make people aware how important it is to have that direct human contact um, with the baby. And a lot of people suggesting that it's equally important as the child becomes um, a young child and young adult, tech saying you should take time to observe parents on a bus, start, etc. 
young children trying to chat to parents, parents on the phone, no communication, totally ignored, families sitting together in restaurants, all on phones, no engagement. Very disturbing to witness. 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. If you want to get in touch, or you can WhatsApp 087-1400-106. Sabina, Claire, thank you both very much. That's Sabina Brennan, who is Chartered Psychologist, Neuroscientist and Author, and Claire Crow, Clinical Pediatric Psychologist, and herself, uh, a mother of three under the... The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. On News Talk.